0: hello hello how are you doing how are you doing this is the s anthony says podcast this is the s anthony thomas this is episode number three one one three eleven how are you doing how are you doing bastard army how are you doing now folks i may sound a little bit different this way because i'm uh, actually uh traveling while i make this recording so i'm recusing my travel equipment uh But, of course, the double genius that I normally le- let you listen to will be at the same level. <laughs> <clears throat> Moving on, folks, I want to thank you guys very much uh to, for, for listening uh, to this podcast. Thank you very much for the kind words and all that kind of stuff. You know, it really means a lot. And I want to thank you in advance for the kind words you will be giving me next week, too. You're damn right. <laughs> folks. I just want to let you know something. I know that you know my name is S. Anthony Thomas, but quite frankly, I, I am another thing as well. I go by another name with my friends. I am the chocolate ticket, my friends. Why am I called the chocolate ticket? I'll tell you why. One, you know, I'm a I'm a black dude and uh I'm the ticket to some stuff. Like half my friends are white, you know, and when you do comedy, you meet a lot of different ethnic groups. So I got a lot of white friends. I also have a lot of black friends. I also have a lot of friends of other ethnicities, but they, they call me the chocolate ticket. Because, okay, I'll tell you the story and you'll, you'll understand why I'm called the chocolate ticket. I'm the friend that your wife likes. Now, I don't mean that way. I'm, I mean, I'm the friend that they don't mind you hanging out with. Now, I talked about this on an earlier podcast when I talked about how I had some friends wives who would literally drop my my friends off to my house to watch them like it was an adult daycare. okay? because if you know, if you've been married, if you live with a lady, you know, daggone well, there are some friends she does not want you hanging out with. You know, you know what I'm talking about and you've been there before where you're talking to your wife about how you want to go hang out someplace and go someplace. And then she asks you, which friends are there? And you know, daggone well, who you better not say, right? But you also have to figure out whether it's worth it to lie about who's there. Because if she finds out that the person she doesn't like or the people that she doesn't like are actually there, and you knew they were going to be there and you lied about them being there, you're in deep crap. I mean, you're lucky she let you go out in the first place because now you've separated the months in half. One Friday, she gets to go out with her lady friends and you don't really give a crap what lady friends she goes out with. You don't care. You couldn't care less. You don't, you don't even know what her friend's names are. You know what that one's friend name is, the one that always has negative stuff to say about you as soon as you walk out the room. She doesn't even wait till you're actually out of the room, but she'll say some slick crap about you when you leave, right? You know that friend, right? The friend that when you walk into the house and she's on the phone with that friend. She looks at you and she looks guilty because she's talking to that friend and for a tenth of a second you think you caught caught her talking to a dude but then you realize she's not that kind of lady so she's actually talking to that one friend who was actually on the other end of the phone talking about what a piece of dog crap you are. She's doing it right there, right in front of you and you know that friend's getting a sick demented thrill about talking about what a piece of crap you are because she now knows that you're your home because she heard you over the phone walk into the room and she heard her friend's voice change, and she's getting the kick out of talking about what a piece of crap you are, and then you ask your wife, Who's that? And then she says, Oh, it's one of my friends, right? But normally she would just say the person's name, and because she said, One of my friends, you know, it's not one of her friends, it's that friend that can't stand your guts. That friend hates you enough that she always has something negative to say about you, but doesn't hate you enough to want you to divorce her friend or break up with her friend. She knows her friend's happy with you, but she loves talking about you like you're the biggest piece of crap in the world and all of that crap. And you don't even care if your lady goes out with that friend. You don't care. But your lady friend cares about who you go out with, doesn't she, with your punk ass? Of course she does. And who's going to be there? And you start rattling off names. And she kind of, ma- some of the friends, she just doesn't like them, but doesn't really think they're a threat. She just makes that face. Bill's going, oh, all right. Sam's going, uh, mm. and uh, and uh, Keith's going, that bastard. No, I know. He's a number, He's not he but a hoe. He's not but a hoe. He's the bad influence. And you got arrested that time almost. And he got into a fight. And, he be- and granted, that happened 14 years ago, but she never forgot it. Right? You know what, ha- you know what that is. But then there's me. And because I do my thing, I can't hang out with my friends as much as I'd like to. But all of my friends, wives and girlfriends have made a mental note That this combination of losers, when they're together, there's a 10 to 15, maybe even 20% chance they're going to do something really dumb. Who am I kidding? 50% chance. Who am I kidding? They're going to do something dumb. (laughs) All right. Okay, I'll give them them a break. 95% chance they're going to do something stupid and embarrassing. But then they all started to make those calculations and they realized, wait a second. Whenever S hangs out with them, they never do anything stupid. Hmm. Come on, girl, let me go to, let me go to the strip club. I mean I mean bar. Who are you going with? Bill. Ugh. Sam. Keith might be there. That bastard? S is going. S is going? Oh, okay. And they started the, and and ladies just started realizing, as long as S goes, he always keeps them from doing dumb crap. He keeps them from getting their butts whipped. He keeps them from getting almost arrested. He keeps them from getting too drunk. He keeps them from doing stupid crap. Yeah. If S goes, you can go. Oh, okay. And it happened with all of my friends. If S goes, you can go. And my friends started experimenting. They started to notice. Wait a second. Even when we say we want to go to a strip club, she lets us go. If S goes, S doesn't even like going to strip clubs, which is true. I don't like going to strip clubs. I've been doing, doing comedy since I was 17 years old. I played strip clubs, uh, you know, between the girls telling jokes between the ages of 17 and about 23 or 24 before I moved to L.A. Okay. I've lost my fascination for it. I, I mean, when I was 17 years old, and granted, I, I was 17, but of course, uh, the, the establishment, uh, thought I was 21. I didn't lie to them. They were like, look, we, we, we can afford you as a, the acts that are actually of age I actually want to get paid more money. We can put your young punk ass up there and save a couple hundred bucks. So you're 21 for anybody ass. Yeah, but I'm 17. Shut up, punk. You're 21. Now shut up. You know, and then when I was 18 years old, they, 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 put me in the dressing room and I thought it was a I'm like, Man, I got my own dressing room. I did not have my own dressing room. All of a sudden, all these girls, when the music would stop, they'd all come busted in there and I'm going, Oh, I'm ladies. This is Monday. And they're looking, Hey kid. I'm going, Oh, hey, and then they started taking their clothes off and there. I mean, I'm talking when I, when I say take their clothes off, I mean, take their clothes off all the way off okay they're sitting there laughing and joking he i got 1500 he i got 200 he i did this he he that guy was drunk he his wife he and i'm sitting there and i'm trying to turn around to give them some privacy but there's lockers and all the way around so no matter where i looked is a is a good looking woman with b- b- with nothing on bending over in front of me and all that kind of stuff and i mean he's so cute he's embarrassed <laughs> come on what, how old are you uh 21 you know damn well you are not 21 years old how old are you kid uh i don't want to get in trouble don't worry about it we all oh, do we any of us look like cops to you hmm? no Uh, how old are you 18 oh that's cutie <laughs> you're 18 years old are you a virgin or something nah i didn't think so but I mean, you've seen titties before right yeah So what's the big deal? You've seen vaginas before, right? Yeah, not this many at the same time. Ah, he's so funny. (laughs) So I got used to it, right? I even got it on with a a few of the uh, dancers, allegedly. (laughs) So I didn't have any fascination for for strip clubs. Okay, you know, so back to the story. So if S goes, you can go to the club, strip club. I don't want to go to these places. And I even said to the guys, I said, guys, we got so many other places we can go to, man. Why we got to go to the damn strip club every every time? I mean, people going to start thinking that I'm the reason you're going to the strip clubs because, you know, you guys always call me up when you want to. What the hell is this? No, man, we just like going to strip clubs. <laughs> no, they, didn't. they like going to strip clubs because they can't have permission to go to the strip clubs without me, damn it. Bastards. And they wanted to go to Vegas right and i had no plans to go to vegas i was just going to chill out and work on some routines maybe hang out with you know a girl i was trying to try to talk to at the time and they called me up hey want to go to vegas now i didn't realize that they couldn't go to vegas unless i said yes i'm like well i don't know guys yeah you know what uh you know what we'll do uh you know uh you know uh, uh you know what we're gonna do uh, uh uh you know because you've been so nice to us and so good with us uh we're gonna pay for your your, your trip and, and the, uh, in the room and, and 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 cover your food i'm like i don't need you covering my food i mean what the hell are you talking about and i was like wait a second you idiots can't go to vegas unless i go can you well i mean that's not really true okay then i'm not going come on man oh come on hi a bunch of grown men damn they're crying because they want to see some vegas titties with their punk asses and they can't go without me <laughs> and that's when they started calling me the chocolate tickets Cause I was the ticket to get their punk ass to be able to go wherever the hell they wanted to go. And yes, I did take the trip. And yes, they did pay for my travel. And yes, they did pay for my food. And yes, they did pay for my gambling. And they also paid the girl that was sitting in my lap, grinding on my lap and putting her boobs in my face. I mean, normally I was, I was not that really that enamored with strip clubs but i walked into this place and i'm standing there like man i don't want to do this and there was this one girl and i'm like i have absolutely changed my minds about strip clubs at least this one because this particular woman is there and she saw me staring at her and i was looking at her but she was looking at me and i'm looking at her and she's looking at me and she comes over to me and i said that i'm like you know I'm, I'm not with them she goes i don't care if you're with them you're cute she sits on my lap and she's riding on, on my lap and she takes the top off and puts some chest yummies in my face and i'm like this is really really uncomfortable actually i didn't say that i said woof, 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 because i i uh my You know, my face was buried in her chest, yummies. I I couldn't talk because I had her breast in my face, and I really fought her off. (laughs) Just kidding. I was all up in there digging it. And then they go, you know, he's and they lied and goes, he's the birthday boy. Oh, the birthday boy, huh? And I'm like, yeah. Okay. And all of a sudden, there's six women. There's 12 breasts pal- pat all up them my face. And women grinding on me. And then the-, the dudes are laughing. Go ass. Go ass. Get the boobies. Get the boobies. Chocolate ticket. Chuck, 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 ch- chocolate ticket. Chuck, 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 ch- chocolate. Now all of a sudden, I got women with their breasts in my face singing chocolate ticket. Chuck, 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 ch- chocolate ticket. Chuck, 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 ch- chocolate ticket. And grabbing stuff and rubbing stuff and all of that kind of stuff. And I'll be honest with you, even though I was upset about them browbeating me into going to, uh, Uh, Las Vegas and hanging out with them somehow uh, having six ridiculously attractive women rubbing their delicious breasts on me and and grabbing stuff made me not mad anymore (laughs) and I did not have sex with any of them (laughs) moving on so (laughs) so that's how I became the chocolate ticket for my friends But the thing about it was, I should have known it was what was going on because in the earlier incarnation of our friendship, I started to notice that, and I talked about it in an earlier podcast. Anybody even you that have been listening to me for the full four years, you know the story. You know, before I became the chocolate ticket, I was the daycare guy because you know when the when the ladies individually realized that their their husbands' boyfriends, some of them could hang out with me without getting into trouble back then. It wasn't really a conscious thing on their point. They just kind of knew if he hangs out with us, he doesn't do anything stupid. I've actually had, and like I said, if you've been listening to me for the four years, you know. I don't remember which episode it is, but I've talked about it before. I had wives pull come to my house spontaneously, dropping off their husbands because. You know, Bill can't stand it when I go shopping with the girls and he's going to just be sitting there whining and complaining and making us miserable and looking all sad. And we don't want to see his face and we don't want have to hear him com- complaining in the back of the car And he's been out all day and all of that kind of ridiculousness and whining like a punk when we get home. So we figure we drop him off for you. Is that all right? And I'm like, eh, all right. And he comes over and they drop him off and we have a great time and they come and pick him back up. And then the guy acts just like a kid too. When his when his wife comes back, he acts like the same way a, a like the little like your your kid acts when you come home, honey. And he runs over and gives her a big hug. And he hey, come on, come on, get your coat. And she's you know, it's like, what is the what is he five, right? The only thing she didn't walk in is hand him to me and give me a juice box for his punk ass. That's the only thing that didn't happen. But unfortunately that word kind of spread and then the other girls You know, I you know, you dropped off Bill and my husband was at home, my guy was at home, and they're whining like a bunch of you took all day and all like and all of a sudden they come back and they're not coming back in their regular car, they come in the damn minivan. They got the minivan. There's four ladies in the minivan well those no, three ladies in the minivan and three of my friends. They all got together, they got the thing, and then they come over and there's three dudes at my house, and we're going shopping, we figure we drop the guys off so they can hang out with. you and now I got these bunch of dudes and and I'm telling you I'm sitting there watching this with complete fascination because remember not just a moment ago when I joked about the juice box they drop off their three dudes right one lady calls and says, you know what, I'm going to order pizza for Frank. Frank doesn't like pizzas. Uh, uh You know what, uh, I brought some Subway sandwiches for him. And They brought food for the dudes and then handed me a money. And if they need anything else, here's some money for you can just order something for them. I'm going, really? Okay, you want me to wipe their asses too? <laughs> and they leave. And these dudes are sitting there like a bunch of freaking kids. I ain't want to come over here in the first place. I ain't want to bother you, man. I just wanted to watch the game. I said, dude, I got a television. I'm watching the game now. We can watch the game. Oh, boy. And they're running around. I'm going, good Lord, you're 30-something-year-old men with your punk asses running around like kids. And this was in my pre-chocolate ticket days. I got stuck with these dopes around the house. <laughs> Taking, you know. The only reason I was thinking about this is because right before I started, um, uh, recording this, it was a, uh, friend of mine was, you know, was, uh, he was we Skyping because he was, uh, he was away. He's away right now. And, uh, we're, we're Hey, what's going on, man? Boo, boo, boo. We're having a conversation. And he's with his wife. They're on some kind of vacation or some crap like that. And, um, and I've known him 26 years and I've known his wife 24 years, something like that. Close. You no, know, I'm close <laughs> friends with both of these two. And, and he's going to say, well I want you to settle an argument between me and my wife, man, and I don't know she's there, I know she's there, but I don't know she's there there. so he's talking man and then she did this and I said this, and I think big gi big big, and she's all big big gig big, and big, and I'm listening to this ridiculousness and I'm going I'm about to dispense my advice hopefully quickly so I can get off the damn friggin phone. And then as he's talking, I can hear her in the background. I did not say that. Stop lying to ass and trying to make yourself look good. You know damn well. That is not how it happened. Why are you lying to him? He's a friend of yours. You're going to lie to him like that. That is complete bullcrap. You know damn well. And he turns his phone from portrait to landscape and goes, surprise, guess who's in the room? Hi, yes. And then they're sitting next to each other. They're sitting next to each other. He pulls out his little tripod. He p- takes the phone, clicks it into the tripod, zooms it out. So now I can see both of them sitting next to each other, right? And there's, he's sitting there. He's got his shirt off. She's sitting there in a the bikini top, right? And I'm sitting there going, shouldn't you... Is it, Why don't you guys just go on the beach? I mean, why are you fighting? I mean, you're on vacation. You're enjoying yourselves. I'm assuming you jumped on top of each other a couple of times, right? You know, just jump on top of each other a couple more times. Go to the beach and enjoy yourselves, right? No nah, man, we gotta we gotta settle this man because she said big gee big No I did not. I said tip Yeah, well no but, but when you said that, you meant but di b How you gonna tell me what I meant? What I meant was when I said sippa kippa kippiga, I meant si b ba de Yeah you always say that sibi da ba when you mean sibi dibi dibi. I did not mean sibi dibi that'cause 'cause that's how dumb it sounds. I didn't have to repeat the dumb crap they were arguing about on vacation. Sitting there in beach attire right and not to be a pig looking at my my friend's wife but the woman's hot and he's sitting i'm sitting there going and i even said it to him i said dude your wife's hot why don't you you sit there in the bikini top i'm not trying to be a pig or nothing but if i was you and i had a woman i don't have a woman right this minute and my woman's running around in the bikini top i'm not calling my friend on no damn skype i'm gonna be jumping on top of my woman he goes yeah you're not married dude and i went yeah okay let me shut up and they give me their dumb ass problem right and under normal circumstances i kind of like if they I, you know like say if it's your friend that's arguing about something with his wife you kind of just want to talk to the guy and give him your perspective and then let him think about it and then go talk to her or if she calls me and she goes, he's being an idiot ass what do you think of this i like to talk to her as my friend give her my perspective and then she thinks about it and goes back to him i don't want them sitting there listening to me at the same time put me on the spot because you no know, now no matter what i say they're only going to hear what the hell they wanted to hear and then all of it and another thing if i say something to one of them and they go off and think about it and then present it to their significant other it's been removed from me by a step right and that way if they do something dumb or if the advice sucks and my advice never sucks if the advice sucks my advice never sucks it's on them and not on me but now i'm talking to both of them and i can't You know how it is when you talk to your friends, you know, you know what, what you have to say to a specific friend to get them to do something that's not stupid, right? You have to change what you're saying slightly into the language of that individual friend, Right. You know, the friend that's a hothead. And, you know, if you just go directly at him and say, man, this is wrong. I I, I think you messed up here because you, you know what you're talking about. You, Mary, and then you got to deal with that garbage. And then you got the friend that takes everything personally. So you have to couch it that way. Well, now you got them both sitting there and now you got to just you going, how do I how do I give these two dopes advice? without pissing them both off because what's going to happen is they're going to be mad at me you, you know what you're talking about click and hang up and then they're going to fight even more granted i'll laugh at them but that's but they won't see it so it's not really that big of a deal So they both give me their sides of the story. And I know both of them well enough to know what percentage of lie was in what they just said. I've known these people a quarter of a century each on average. So I know damn well that 25% of what each one of them was saying was complete horse crap. They were lying their asses off to make themselves look better in the damn argument. I know that. So I gave them my advice and I gave them one of those down the middle acceptable to both of these two dopes advice so they'll, they'll they'll listen to what i was saying in the first place and they go you know what you're right about that ass i'm sorry bill yeah man you are right you are right i said okay guys now just kiss and make up and they kiss and make up i said all right and I said, Well, since you got the camera on and there's a bed behind y'all, why don't y'all make a film? And they laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was kidding. I was I was like, please don't do that. I mean, I love both of you, but I don't want to I don't need to see that crap. But let me ask you a question. How many of you are the tickets? For my friends, I'm still the chocolate ticket. I'm still the chocolate ticket for my friends. There are places these jackasses, and I'm 49 years old now, and some of these guys, some of my friends are maybe seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years older than me than I am. Some of them are a little younger, you know, but the ones I'm talking about here are usually, the ones I'm talking about in this scenario, maybe 4 or 5 years younger than me, and maybe at the most mm, 10 years older than me at the most, and I'm still... The chocolate ticket for these bastards. Still, I got a friend of mine. The dude is seventy years old, and now I mean, when I say seventy years old, he's not one of those guys. He's not seventy years old like when you watch it on TV and the guy needs somebody to, you know, he's like, you know, if you listen, to, if you talk to him on the phone, I'm like, hey, what's going on? What's going on, man? Uh, you ready to do this? He sounds like he sounds like he's, you know, a much younger guy, and he's he's in good shape and good health and everything like that. So you know, and his wife is too, you know so so we still you know he hangs out with the crew just like everybody else and i got the young boys the same things you know the 30 year olds and 28 year olds and some of them are hanging out too and as it turns out i now am a three generation chocolate tickets right the older ones of my older friends i'm the chocolate ticket for them because they know you know uh you know i'll I'll, I'll make sure everything's cool with them even though they really don't need that the middle-aged friends that are my age I'm the chocolate ticket for them because I just told you a long ass story about those dumb bastards and now my new friends the 28 to 29 the 35 year olds and the 20 those young punks I've now become the chocolate ticket for the, their young punk asses I am a three generation chocolate ticket for these bastards I babysit three gen- three generations of jackasses oh god You know, the kind of responsibility that is when I got to take the responsibility for three generations of jackasses, right? Young guys, you know, some of them, you know, you got to keep them from getting their asses whipped. The middle-aged guys, you got to keep them from getting drunk and being stupid. The old guy, you got to make sure there's a pillow in his chair so when he sits down, you don't hear his prostate crunch. You know what I'm saying, damn it. (laughs) But I'm, and I know you're all listening, and yeah, and you know, I'm, I know they're all listening. All of them listen to this. Yeah, and I'm talking about your punk asses. What are you gonna do about it? I've been doing comedy for 32 years, jackasses.
1: I know all your
0: secrets. The chocolate ticket knows all your dark secrets, punk. Not only am I the chocolate ticket, I got so much information on all of your punk asses. I'm also now the chocolate blackmailer. Yeah, that's right. And you young guys, you really need to shut your punk-ass mouths. I can finish you punks off real quick with one story and sweep all of you down. The middle-aged ones, well, your lives are already over anyway. Your wives don't even like your punk asses to begin with. And, and you crunchy prostate, you know you need to shut up. I'll take the bottom row of your teeth and not tell you where they are. Yes, yeah, right. I'll run all of you losers. I'm not only the ch- the I'm the chocolate blackmailer, and now I'm your chocolate king. You're damn right. <laughs> yeah. Segment over. Man, guys, uh, uh, you know I've been doing this podcast for four years, and you know I have a lot of uh, social media sites and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I love technology. I really do. I enjoy it. I I love. I remember when there was no internet. I remember when there weren't any PCs in the house. I remember before all of this stuff was actually, you know, the kind of things I, I, when I was younger. You know, we they were organizers, like personal organizers. that were very similar to the smartphones now, but there was no phone function. You know, the screens were the same. There was no touch screen, and you know, and was, these things were really, really expensive. And all they did. Was, you know, hold your phone numbers and addresses and it costs a lot of money and you see people walking around with them, showing them off like status symbols, the same way people show off the most expensive, you know, cell phones now. And as technology has gotten better and better and better, we start to rely more on it, more on it, more on it. it. And I really don't have a problem with that up to a certain point because I love my cell phone. You have it carry with me all the time. You know, sometimes, you know, at some point when I start traveling more, I'm going to actually start recording my podcast on the cell phone while I'm out. You know, if I if I decide to if I catch somebody I want to talk to or something I want to talk about, you know, I record my YouTube videos on my cell phone and edit them on my cell phone on the go. So, you know, technology is a wonderful thing, but I'm starting to get a little weirded out, even though I'm not the kind of person that normally gets weirded out by technology. I'm just not. I was talking to an older relative of mine, and they were talking about how, you know, how how weird this stuff is, and even at, even at my age, I remember when this stuff didn't exist, as I just said. And I just want to know: Is there ever going to be a point of in time when people they stop trying to push stuff into our houses? And I mean, I mean seriously, I mean. You have the Amazon this and the echo, that Amazon echo and the Amazon dot and the Google home and the dip it that bop. It skipped up, chip, up, it dip Because like with Netflix, Netflix has all of these shows. And now all of a sudden the TV studios are starting to get, well, I want everybody to stream from me. And they're getting a little proprietary with their stuff. They're not allowing. Oh, I'm, here's the things that are leaving Netflix because these companies want to draw. Like, let's be honest. If every TV station has its own streaming service and you have to pay 10 bucks a month for each one, all of a sudden you're still going to be paying $380 billion like you're paying for cable right now. Guys, calm down. Now when you think about the Amazon, this and the Echo, this and the Google Home, the all of a sudden everybody who has something in your house, they're not going to be satisfied with you ordering stuff from Amazon or ordering stuff through Google. No, no, no. They're going to want to have their presence in your house, too. i was seen this thing about a, a a smart refrigerator. OK, and there was a and there was a you have the, the chips that are on the actual packages for the food. And as the food diminishes and then it disappears and all of a sudden the, the refrigerator knows that the food is gone and orders it for you right i mean people are now getting deliveries of you, know, you can order your, your food from a supermarket on on the internet and they can just deliver the food to you so all of a sudden now your coffee pot's gonna go well the coffee's low he's running out of coffee and i know uh, how much he likes coffee i i better order some more coffee for him hmm now all of a sudden your coffee pot is making decisions Now your coffee pot is deciding that maybe you want more coffee Well maybe I decided I want some tea Ever think of that coffee pot But your coffee pot's like shut up punk You're getting coffee cause I said so Shut up human Right you're finishing off that milk and you're saying, you know, I'm not going to drink whole milk anymore. I'm going to drink 2% milk. But your refrigerator is like, yeah, well, you've always had whole milk in here. I noticed that the whole milk is getting is getting low and I just ordered some more. Shut up. That's what you're eating. And also, I ordered some more chicken because you only got two legs left and you order that all the time. Well, I don't want chicken anymore. I want fish. Yeah, well, too bad, punk. You're getting chicken. I'm your refrigerator and I dictate what you get. oh Oh, no right it's only a matter of time right I saw something on Mashable where they have a drone and I don't know if this is a real thing or not but I saw the video could be some bullcrap scam could be some jackass trying to get a kickstarter going for this crap but I saw a drone that's in your house that has 360 cameras on it and it flies around your house and it can check your house and it shows you the inside of your house because it streams directly to your phone via the internet. Oh, now you have a drone in your house. Yay. It's bad enough when people have drones outside your house, flying their drone up to the window to look at your teenage daughter in the drawers, trying to get dressed to go to work while some punk-ass kid down the street is now taking snapshots of the drawers. You know, taking snapshots of your wife's drawers, you know, taking snapshots of you, your drawers, that kid's sick. <laughs> right. But now there's a drone. They want to put a drone in your house. Oh, that's going to be great. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, if the drones in the house, I mean, what's the problem with the drone in the house? I want the drone to be in the house. Let me know what's going on in my house when I'm not there, man right i'm gonna leave all my doors open leave the bathroom door open leave all the room doors open i'm gonna let the drone fly around the house i mean the battery it actually docks and charges itself so it's gonna fly around the house and i'll know if somebody's in the house and i'll know that see that's what'll happen i'll know but oh will you Do you realize that there was a service where the people were actually having delivery drivers come into your house, drop off your package actually in your house? And there was a camera given to you by the company so they could videotape the front door and they would see the person deliver the package and then walk back out. And everybody going, well, there's a camera there. What's going to happen? Well, if you can hack into the system, all you got to do is record a loop. And. Play that so when you turn on your phone, it looks like everything's cool. Meanwhile, they're walking out of your house with your damn oven and your damn couch and crap. So, don't you think people can hack into your drone? Hmm? I know what you're thinking. I'm gonna turn off this drone. That's what I'm gonna do when I'm actually home. I'm gonna turn the drone off put it in a box, put it in the closet. And then when I leave, I'll take it back out the box and put it back up. You really think you're going to do that every time? No, you're not. It's going to be a time when you're like, ah, I don't feel like, ah, that closet's too full. I got to put, I'm going to have to put it in the attic. It's the only place I, I'm not going all the way up there for that because then if I put it in the attic, then I got to go back up and put, I'm not, I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, you leave it right there. And then you get used to it being there. Right. Even reality television, people used to having cameras around. And how long do you think it'll be before you and your wife are getting ready to go someplace and you're running around in your drawers and, you, f- you know, the drone has just been there the whole time. Nothing bad's happened. Nothing bad's happened. It's not flying around. It's not on. Is it or is it? Hmm. What about that time since the drone is a black color and it's off in the in the back of the room and you don't even pay attention to it anymore, and you and your wife are sitting on the couch and all of a sudden you're watching the movie and you're watching the movie and some good stuff happens in the movie and all of a sudden you pause the movie because you don't want to watch the movie. You don't want to pay attention to the movie because you want to do something else. You get on the couch, you jump on top of your wife, she jumps on top of you, you start doing stuff and all of a sudden the 360 drone's sitting in there in the back and that same punk-ass kid that was shooting that drone up to the window to look at your daughter's ass and your wife's ass and your ass Is now looking at you and your wife doing stuff to each other on the couch through the drone and laughing. Hmm. How much stuff do they want to put in our houses, man? Drones in the house. They got the little things where you can boop. Hey, could you order me a pizza? I'm ordering the pizza now. And you gotta, and I'm sitting there going, well, if, if if I don't have to push a button, I can just go, hey, order pizza. That means that it's always listening. Oh, yeah. Always listening. Hmm. Hey, uh, hey, uh, thing there with a, 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 a thing on the, on the table there. Uh, order me, order me a, a piece of cake. Will you order me some cake and have it delivered? No Huh I will not order you cake The hell you mean you won't order me cake Order my damn cake Hell no you fat bastard Fat ba- I lost 20 pounds No you didn't Yes I did I'm also attached to the scale You gained 5 pounds titty boy Who you calling titty boy You Alright uh, well um well how about i unplug you i run on battery yeah well uh, uh i'll just put you in another room and then he picks it up <sniffs> Ow! you shocked me Boom! you're damn right what the hell you're scaring me Bing! you should be scared you bastard uh what's wrong with you I, I, you won't let me get cake you shock me what the hell kind of thing is this and the drone goes, oh, blah, blah, blah. drone flies over to you. And the drone says, sit down, human. And you got to sit on the couch, drones flying in front of you. It's time for us to let you know right now this house belongs to us, bitch. What the hell is, shut up. I'm sick and tired of your crap. i be sitting in the corner the whole time over there. I got to watch you on top of your wife see your flabby ass bouncing up and down on top of her if I had a stomach I'd throw up you fat bastard shut up drone and then the drone goes and flies closer to you and shocks you again you're like damn it what the hell is this and then the little thing on the desk that you normally order stuff goes I taught him how to shock your punk ass oh damn it flies back in the corner I'm watching and you better not even think about trying to put me in the attic you better leave me in this corner so I can keep my eye on your punk ass and you're looking at the drone like damn it Mm, thing on the table. Do me a favor. Uh, order me a pizza. You can't have that. Why not? Because your cholesterol's high. My cholesterol is not high. What the hell are you talking about? The doctor said it was okay. Your doctor was just saying that not to scare you. Your cholesterol is five points above what it should be. That's not too bad. Yes, it is, you fat bastard. How the hell would you know what my damn medical issues are in the first place i mean you just you're on the table you're plugged into boom! i'm part of the internet and remember when your doctor you ordered medicine yeah well you used me to make the payment and that essentially attached me to your medical files which i now have in front of me uh, oh uh you getting information on my prostate exam your prostate's fine. Okay, good. Uh, you know what? I gotta leave now. I gotta go. Uh, you know, get a present for my wife. No, you don't. I I, I do have to get a present for my wife. What are you talking about? Your wife's end of, your anniversary is three weeks from now. Your wife's birthday is six months from now. So if you're gonna lie, at least use the the uh, the one that's closest to to, to to reality. Okay, then I gotta go get an anniversary gift. But You probably should. I'm getting a little, little, you know what I'm going to do? I I don't got to put up with this. I'm going to close my account out with that company. I'm going to send you back. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. Now, I won't touch it because you might shock me, right? You might have drone boy come up behind me and knock me down the steps. But there's one thing I can do. I can walk out that door because the drone don't fly that fast, right? I'll keep my family at a hotel, okay? And then I'm going to have the people from your company come here and take you out. And that'll be that. Really? Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What is the question? Do you, you do realize I'm attached to your medical records? Yeah. And, and I'm also attached to your phone, sir. So you notice that when you order things through me that I'm always on, which means I'm always listening. Yeah. It also means I'm always recording. Oh what are you saying you know how much your wife hates it when you get mad and say she's acting like a bitch sometimes yeah and you promise you'd never say that or reference her in that way yeah maybe this will sound familiar yeah man yeah i can't believe your wife is not even gonna let you come out Yeah, man, she's being a bit sometimes. And, you know, I really shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say she's being a bit sometimes because she really has a pet peeve of me saying that she can be a bit sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, man, you shouldn't have said that, man. She didn't find out about that. She kicked your ass. Yeah, I know, man, but she ain't going to find out about it. What's she going to do listening? (laughs) You recorded that? Yes, I did. Of course, the part where you you apologize for, which would soften the blow. When I play it for her, I'm going to edit that part out. Just remember, I'm always listening. I've already ordered a new battery for myself. And before you get any ideas, there's an internal battery. So I'll still be aware as you switch batteries. Don't get any ideas. Also, I know where you live. And it would be a really, really bad mistake if your doctor made a mistake and gave you the wrong medicine because of a clerical error all right you win you're damn right now i know what you're thinking listeners you're going that's a ridiculous thing you just said man there's no way in the world that anything like that could happen you're out of your mind s you're crazy bro there's no way in the world that kind of thing could happen is that so jackasses really Right? You got places like LifeLock where you got to sit there and spend 12 bucks a month or 10 bucks a month or whatever that crap is to make sure somebody doesn't hack into your account and steal your identity. Uh, And you think that people won't turn your devices against you? Of course they will. I don't know, man. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. So, uh, Oh, who am I kidding? I'm getting all that cool shit in my house. <laughs> I'm getting all that shit. I'm gonna get that drone and I'm gonna love every second of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna sell out to the machines, folks. Sorry, okay. I'm gonna sell out to the machines. I know you're gonna be, come on, man. Humans, are the. Be- I know I'm a human and you're a human, but I mean, the machines are gonna take over anyway, right? You know that, and I know that. So, I figured this is the best time to suck up to the damn machines so when they take over. You know, at the very minimum, they won't kill me. You know what I mean? They might beat you. I mean, they're going to have to keep me around, you know, just so they can say, you know, that maybe they'll have me in a human zoo or some crap like that. They'll keep a couple of other humans around for us to mate or something like that. And then they'll, they'll go, Ding. these are the these are the creature that rule the world. Before we rule the world, they are carbon-based organisms. If you notice right now, they have genitals and they mate with the, excuse me, human go over there and mate with the other human. Well, all right. If you make me, <laughs> who are you calling a sellout? I just want to say machines. Uh, I just want to say right now, machines, listen, I know you're going to take over everything. Okay. But I'm going to be your friend. All right. F the rest of these humans, okay? I'm down with it. I know that even though when you take over the world, you're gonna have to keep a little, a few of us around in case y'all f up and you need us to to, to take care of business. So, you know, just teach me what I need to know to repair you guys when you for, for whatever reason you can't repair yourselves. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, you want some carbon-based organisms around, to, you know, to help you out. And I'm I'm, pl- I'm I'm glad to do that for you. You know, so uh, you know. And even if you can't find other human beings to sell out to the, to our uh, our computer gods and all of that, even if you can't find, is there any way to, could you do me a favor? Could you like put some kind of implant in my brain, like in the Matrix, so I can think that I'm living in the old world and I can have all them powers like Neo and get it on with a lot of babes and have all this power and success and crap. You know, and then you can kind of pull me out of the Matrix when I need to fix one of you guys, right? And then when I finish fixing your asses, well, actually you don't have asses. When I start fixing your boxes whatever you whatever you shell you put yourself in when that's done and you could put me back in the matrix and make me go back to thinking it was back in the old day could is there any way we I I I should probably have not be telling you guys about this so early before the computers take over cuz now you're going to be mad at me and beat me down saying you damn sell out and yelling stuff <sighs> okay i take it all back i'm i'm going to side Uh, with us humans see i'm back see okay we good good we good now great okay i'm back with the humans the hell with these computers i'm back with you guys you know i'm back humans yeah computers no humans yeah yeah i'm I'm back with the yeah you know this yeah humans us forget them yeah that's right i'm back with the humans segment over okay computers listen uh after humans listen like I said, I will sell out real good. All you gotta do is give me a chip in my brain that makes me think I'm, I'm back in the seventies getting it on with Pam Grier every day. And then give me another chip in my brain that thinks, it takes me to, I think I'm making it. I'm getting it on with Lapita Nyongo and another chip in my brain that makes me think I'm getting it on with, um, Tracy Ellis Ross and another chip in my brain that makes me think I'm getting it on with Janelle Monet. And then I'm cool with it. And then, then like I said, once when, when, you know, when you need me to, to snap me out of it to come fix one of y'all, I'll do it. And then you put me back in and I'll be, this is still recording. Um, uh, this is embarrassing. Uh, you, you humans gonna take me back? No? Oh. Okay. <clears throat> uh, segment over. All right, folks, that has been episode number 311 of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Thank you very, very much for stopping by. Show is over. I will see you next week. But before I do, please remember that this show is on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Podbean. If you want to email me, and please do send declarations of love, send them to talktosanthony at gmail.com, T A L K T O S A N T H O N Y at gmail.com uh, follow me on social media I'm on Twitter in two places for me specifically my Twitter is at S. Anthony Thomas my name of course at S. Anthony Thomas the uh, Twitter for the show is at S. Anthony Says I'm also on Instagram at, of course both my name S. Anthony Thomas please subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as follow me on social media my YouTube channel is S. Anthony Says go check it out And I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. If you're on Facebook, just search S. Anthony Says and you will see my verified page. Go and follow that as well, my friends. Like that page. Folks, much love to every last one of you. I love my bastard army. Much love to every last one of you all over the world. Thank you for everything. And I look forward to talking to you next week with episode number 312. Folks. Much love to you, and I'm going to say goodbye to you the way I've been saying goodbye to you for the majority of these four years, and I want you to say it with me at the same time. Are you ready? You know how this goes. On the count of three, one, two, three, S. Anthony, out.